Hey, it's Julie, Sinking in the Sun. It's great to connect with you today. Um, I'd like to just say a quick little reminder that whenever two or more are gathered in his name, he's in the midst. So um, it's one reason why uh, people who might think of us as non-essential where we gather or um, things that you know we do as in our lifestyle is all that important. <laughs> Can you see the relevance of the importance that when two or more of us are gathered together in his name that he's with us, he's in the midst? Um, that is not a small statement. I think that is um, a pretty huge revelation for a believer to get as we um, continue to be determined to grow and grow from one degree of glory to the next as we're designed and ordained to do. Um, so I just like to have that reminder. So we're here together and he's here with us and God only knows what that's going to do for our future. So praise the Lord. Um, I just am going to say, try to keep this short and just touch base. I'm encouraged by, um, our source of encouragement, our good, good father. And he has, um, reminded me like, um, when I, one of the biggest obstacles that I had in when my turnaround is, um, is coming to the realization that, you know, of course we had to be accountable for our actions. Um, kind of already knew that, but what I didn't know or understand was to have accountability over our words. Um, thank God for his, um, merciful ways in correcting and instructing us in the way that we need to go. And it's powerful. So, um, one of the tools that he gave me and aligned, um, for me to have was um, the Tongue the Creative Force. It is by Charles Caps from CapsMinistries.org, I believe. It is a um, small book. It's not that big, but it's powerful. I, I've read it a few times. He is, I don't actually want to read it again. <laughs> he is, uh, he was a farmer and he just put it in such basic layman's terms, the great understanding of, of the Father and this relationship that we have. And you know, how important our words are. God was able to then um, pour over into me the understanding of intelligent speech and emotional tears were two things by design that separates us from animals. And I like uh, in 1 Corinthians 15, 39, there's one kind of flesh for human beings. Uh, so that just eliminates all the you know, the labels that this world system, the fallen kingdom, you know, the ruler, the illegitimate ruler that we have as a believer, we've kicked him, he's no longer the person in charge. Um, you know, he, he uh, would have us to think that um, we're supposed to break that down into different categories so that you know, we can fight against each other with that and we have to opt out and say, nope, um, we're one, one flesh, one kind of flesh. Therefore it's one body. He created human beings as an extension of him. You know, he wanted a family and he created one. And then we, um, the woman was deceived and, you know, man joined her not being deceived. And, um, and so we've had to deal with this corruption and virus in the earth ever since. Uh, but Praise the Lord. God knew that that was going to happen, and he, he made a the way. So Jesus did what he did, went through the most brutal transition of power ever to be done in order to rescue you and I. So he is the ultimate rescue plan, right? So we can see how the creator of uh, the universe has been manipulated, has been um, attacked, has been wrongly accused, has been... 
um, just a lot of the things, I, honestly, that the struggle that we're seeing in American politics right now has illuminated um, the whole believer lifestyle um, experience in, in such a way that as crazy as things are, I've got this amazing peace because I can see him restoring fatherhood. I, I've, I've, I can see that he is, this is a direct representation of, of a nation being born again. We've done the souls being born again, and now we're living in a time and place where, you know, we're witnessing a nation being born again. So that's going to be amazing, and I just look so forward to what God's going to do. You know, I like Matthew 2.10, when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And I just want to encourage you, because we saw the star at the end of 2020, the craziest year, during a holy week and during the 400th anniversary of, um, of Forefathers Day for America. So, and you know that anytime something good happens, you know, um, of the Lord, that the enemy has already got um, viruses sent to attack it and to try to take it out. But the good news is, is that hope lives, never dies. And when you're born again into the kingdom of hope, then, you know, if hope belongs to you. Hope is um, actually redefined it's not a wish it's a what the fallen kingdom kind of like has cultivated hope to mean but hope is um, waiting with an outstretched neck like you know it's coming there's no denying it there is no doubt you're just looking for the when like it's coming and so that's what that's a place that we can rest in we can rest in a living hope and expectation um, so uh, hope that that encourages you today I could you know, this, I could, I've got so much that I could pour out. So I had to learn how to break it down into little messages because, you know, we've got other things we want to do, but this is just uh, one of the ways that we can assemble, we can gather, we can come together, believing in him and, and realigning our minds with the spirit so that we can continue on with our day, um, with a powerful mindset, right? All right. So continue sinking in the sun and I'll see you next time. Thanks for visiting.